This podcast is not meant to be professional advice of any kind. It's meant to be informative and entertaining. If you make any changes to your life, see the appropriate professional before you do so. Hello and welcome to SuperAge. My name is David Harry Stewart. I'm the founder of Aegist. At SuperAge, we help you live better and become the best version of yourself. And who doesn't want a super age? This is show number 11 on the Super Age podcast. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for the loyal people who have been with us since show number one. I'm just, I'm really touched by that. And I'm especially the the emails and the comments and the like buttons. um, and, And I know a lot of you guys are sharing this show because the audience is growing like, like crazy every week. So um, thank you. That's um, it's really lovely. Today on the show we have Riku Campu, who's a makeup artist who's Finnish. Actually, I believe he mostly lives in Los Angeles, and he has this book called "I Am Beauty" that somebody showed me the other day, and I had to call him up. Um, it's really it's a really beautiful book, and what I like about it is that it shows you know there are a couple of famous models in here, but mostly it's what we would think are you know everyday women who are you know, 40, 50, 60, 70s in here, and how they're shown really against stereotypes. Like, these are not people who are pulling back or shy or timid. They're shown in this really, you know, to use ageist language, vital, vivid, forward-looking way. And he's captured it in a way that I really haven't seen before. There's, um, you know, there doesn't seem much retouching to these pictures. The women are... Um, you know, wearing makeup that is probably not thought of as someone this age should or could or is accepted to wear. And I just love that about him. Um, and so what so what we're going to do today is we're going to talk in the show. He's going to tell us a little bit about the book and, and uh, his process of making the book and how he selected these women. Um, we're, there's a little segment in a bit uh, in the middle, how we're going to talk about skincare, which is sort of a new fascination of mine, um, but he's, like, he's got it really dialed in. Um, he's a professional, what can I say? Um, but then I, at one point, I tell Rico about my my favorite skincare stuff, which um, leads to some moments of silence on Rico's part, so you look forward to that. Uh, and then at the end, we talk, we have a really interesting discussion about the, the culture around beauty and age, and really... How does that different between Europe and you know, especially somewhere in California, where you know, as he says, age is somewhat taboo, and in other parts of the world, it's treated differently, and you know how how people navigate that. So it's um, we have a very interesting episode today, very thought provoking, and um, you know, you're going to learn about skin toner, something I never knew about. <laughs> um, just a, a, a quick note on something here: I went out to dinner. On Thursday night, which, you know, a year ago would be not exactly a newsflash. But during times of COVID, doing anything new is kind of hard. Like, I can't go to the movies. You know, nobody can go to the movies. We can't go see live music. We can't. There's just like a whole lot of stuff that used to act as this, um, you know, sort of novel input of new information, entertainment that we can't do anymore. And what I found was... After we went out to dinner, which is not like a, we didn't go to like some fantastic place. It was like 
basically eating the side of a very busy street. Um, but it was like entirely new and it was new kind of food and, and, and it was it was great. It was just great not to be like on in Groundhog Day anymore. And I slept like a rock that night. And I thought, why is that? And I think it's because we just need, need like new information. We need like new stuff all the time or the the kind of regular overwhelming stress stuff that, you know, the sort of stuff that I talked about with Karyotis last week. Uh, it just gets too much. So anyway, my suggestion for the week is um, go try something new. <laughs> Get out of the house as hard as that can be. We're going to give Rico a call in just a moment. You've all seen the articles I've written on Aegis about Elysium Health, and you know how enthusiastic I am about being healthy and tracking my health. I'm a big believer in the NAD Plus story, and I've been taking basis from Elysium Health, their NAD supplement, for years. And I monitored my biological age with index, which compares one's biological age to one's chronological age. And I scored pretty well. If you're curious, I recommend you do it. It's really interesting. Uh, But now they've just released their second supplement, Matter, for long-term brain health, created in partnership with the University of Oxford. Matter's breakthrough, B-vitamin complex, is patented to slow age-related brain loss that can cause memory decline. Because even if you're healthy, you lose up to 20% of your brain volume over your lifespan. So I try to do everything I can to prevent that from happening. Um, You can get 15% off Matter today by going to explorematter.com slash superage. Use the promo code superage. That's explorematter.com slash superage. All one word. Use the promo code superage. Get yourself 15% off matter. Hey, Rico, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm here in beautiful Palm Springs, California with 106 degrees outside, but I'm in the AC, in, in, in the room in, with an AC, so I'm, I'm feeling good. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy how hot it gets in Palm Springs. I was there once in the summer. I had this dumb idea, Riku, where I saw like the hotels were like really cheap. They're like these five-star hotels. It was like 90 bucks. It's like, oh. I'm going. And yeah. I went there. It was 120 degrees. I was like, I, humans can't live here. How do you do this? Yeah, I mean, you, you, just, you just can't be outside. You, you burn. Really? And what are you doing there today? Um, I just arrived here. We have a, f- a four days photo shoot for Gap Athleta. And of course, we are shooting outside the, the, the winter clothes. So poor models. They have to be with the Parker oh. coat. Uh, you know, under 106 degrees. So, but I'm going to stay inside in the, in the AC room. So, oh, yes. It's the, it's that heavy coats in the summer and the swimsuits when it's yeah. 30 degrees. Yeah. yeah that's, the, <laughs> that's the fashion world. <laughs> yeah. I know it well. Um, so, the reason I wanted to speak to you today is you've done this really great book called I Am Beauty called, uh, and the subtitle is Timeless Skincare and Beauty for Women 40 and Over. Um, and as soon as I saw this book, I thought, this is, this is amazing. Um, this is really great. Um, I need to find this guy, Riku. So why did you do this book? Well, thank you, first of all, that you know you invited me to this this uh, this interview, um, and thank you for your kind words about my book. Um, I wanted to do this kind of book for a long time, actually, uh, like a ten years ago, but I think the timing wasn't right, correct, 
And then uh, three years ago, I, I, um, I had this strong feeling that this book has to, has to be done now. So I did a test shooting um, with photographer Samantha Rapp that actually shot the whole book with me. And um, my friend is a model poker at the iconic Focus Modeling Agency in, Los, uh, I'm sorry, in, in New York City. And uh, she offered us this um, amazing model from the 1970s, uh, Karen Bjornsson, who, who was the muse uh, for um, Halston, the, 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 the late fashion designer. And um, so we did a, a test shooting with her. And um, then I, I sent the, my idea and the, and the images to um, uh, Mrs. Judith Kerr, who is the CEO of uh, Harbor One Books. And uh, it was under two weeks and she got back to me and she said, like, I love this idea. And um, Rico, was- I'm going to stop you. What, what's the idea? Why? What, what's the idea of the book? So Karen, um, Karen Elson's what? Karen, Karen, Karen Bjornsson. Or Karen is- Bjornsson, sorry. Yeah, Karen Bjornsson is a is a legendary model, uh, like you know, um, from the 1970s. She's 60, I think she's 68 years old now. So the the, the idea for the book, is for, I wanted to do this book for uh, women over uh, 40 plus, and just to show them um, and everybody, you know, uh, different. Uh, kind of women, different styles of makeup and styles of the the, the whole over, overall styling, not only makeup, but clothing as well. And, you know, really like, um, you know, show that you know, there's not only one way to do the makeup when you're over 40 or 50, 60, 70. There are so many ways to do, do your makeup. And, and there's as many as, you know, a different kind of women there are, there are different kind of makeups there are, makeup styles. So, uh, and there really uh, wasn't that kind of book out there in the market. And I also want, wanted to modernize the, 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 the um, the way um, we look at the women nowadays for 40, 50, 60 plus women. And that was the main reason I wanted to do the book. And also my book is a big celebration for women, uh, you know, 40 plus. So it's a very positive book and it gives lots of ideas and new ways to look at yourself too. And, and try, you know, now COVID, COVID-19 times, we have so much time to try all this makeup look. So just, you know, go for it and, and have fun. Um. You know what? It, there's a lot of things that really, I don't know much about makeup. Um, even though I was, okay, I tell so, you, I, I was sort of in your business for a long time, but I never really. It was just like here, do it, make it look good. <laughs> okay. okay. But um, so what I what I love about the book is the point of view. You have a very specific point of view on women over forty that I have not seen before, um, and they are. You know the, for instance, just like they're they're very strong. The light is quite hard. They're everything is really, uh, everything is really pop and like punchy, in the same way that you would do, say, an eighteen-year-old. And normally, you know, is, well, I don't know if it's the right thing. I mean, I love, I love that. I like this way better what you did. But it's normally this like really soft, kind of like pastel, like receding, quiet sort of thing. And yours is not quiet at all. It's really no. like, boom. So what's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> well, the pastel and the, the soft lighting is boring. So uh, I, as I said, you know, I wanted to modernize, you know, the, the way we look at the, the 
women, you know, today's women 40 plus. And then also I wanted really the women, as you said, they, they, they look strong and, you know, um, they're also different kind of women too. Like they, as I said before, you know, the, all the makeup looks are so different, but I really wanted to um, do this looking almost like you're looking for um, high-end uh, fashion or beauty magazine too. Like it's very editorial looking as well. And um, yeah, and, and I wanted the clothing, the styling to be part of the book. It's not only makeup, it's also hair. I was working with the A-list hairstylist from New York City and fantastic fashion stylist. So, um, so it's the overall looks are very, they, they are very strong. Yes, and that's, it, it should be. Uh, exactly. And um, I, I do love the range of kinds of women, the kinds of skin tone, the looks is, um, it's tremendous. W what are you saying um, about these women? Like you're, you're, you're clearly saying something. Mm, well, you know, um, just, you know, I, I want the main main reason, uh, the main thing I want to say is like, don't ever pull back of the, the 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 real you that you feel inside. Like maybe some women, like lots of women, they feel very invisible in a, many ways. But in certain ages, nobody look at them anymore, and and they think that you know. Let's say, for example, I, let's say you know, I'm 65 now, and you know, I can't wear red lipstick anymore because it's not nobody wears red lipstick when, when, when you are 65. And I'm like, no, 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 just be true to yourself. And you know, you know, if you like wearing red lipstick, for example, in your 40s, why can't you wear your red lipstick in your, when, when you're 65? And, and just be bold and, and you know, visible and, um, and you know, um, happy you, happy face. <laughs> Like, I think we discussed this before the, the the drugstore chain in New York. Looking good, Ricky's looking good, feeling good. Um, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, but but really, it's, it's a message. Is like you know, you know, um, that is it. That the book is like uh, against all the stereotypes. You know, right. Like, like yeah, you know, like you know, you said that like you know how we used to look at the 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 you know. Um, we used to look at the women, how the women look at them, used to look at themselves is like, you know, the new, um, new way is like, I mean, the, the numbers, I mean, there's no taboo anymore to ask how old are you? Women are proud, you know, very proud to say, yeah, I'm 67 and they look fabulous and they feel fabulous. And, you know, they are, they go out, they go dating, you know, they, they do things and, you know, times have changed and, you know, it's like, uh, it's like a, also different kind of generations now as well. Uh, yeah, I really, I like what you said this, um, to me, your book is about giving permission. It's about giving people permission to be themselves and to look in this, you're expanding the boundaries of what, um, is, is normally thought of in, in the makeup and the styling, and the photography for a woman this age. Probably, but you know, my, my I come from Europe. And I'm not trying to compare Europe and <laughs> United States, but uh, in Europe, the women, uh, how they uh, maybe they, you know, um, women think quite different way of, uh, you know, becoming like the age and the older than American women. So it's not all about like when you get older, you have to look young 
and you have to look younger when you like, and it's not about the facelifts and fillers and Botox. It's really about the, the, um, the style really. It is the, yeah. So it's like how, how you put yourself together, like your makeup and hair. And it's not about like, and you know, you have lines just on them and it's beautiful to have lines. And, and if you don't like them, just, you know, of course you are allowed to do something about that, but, but it's not about like over retouched uh, version of like, you know, of, uh, you know, showing you know your age i mean this book is it's all about it's very real all these women are real real women um i mean of course i have some models too but they're like real women with you know with uh and i there's a small interview of all uh, you know each of the 16 women of the models i i we we shot in the book and you can actually a little bit learn about this each, each of the models before you you know go inside their you know makeovers and um yeah so now so, I totally forgot what was your question, so I started to talk. You did great, man. You're doing great. <laughs> no worries. So, um, you know, have you, I'm, I'm a photographer. So I, what the first thing that struck me about this was the, the really hard light. Yeah, you, you, you already asked me about I the- love, 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 love. Yeah, well, that was, the, um, Samantha Rapp is a fantastic female photographer from New York City. And uh, I'm a beauty editor as well, freelancer beauty uh, editor at large. You know, I work with, you know, a few magazines in Europe. And uh, so I hired her to, um, a few years back to, to shoot for my, for, for the magazines. And I fell in love with her lighting. And that, that was the first thing, you know, I, when I was thinking about who I'm going to work with this book, it was Samantha Rapp. It was obviously, it was, it was not a thing like, uh, uh, who would it be? It was Samantha Rapp. And also she's a female photographer that I wanted to have a female photographer for this, for this project uh, as well. And um, yeah, her lighting is beautiful. And it's all about lighting when we talk about makeup. You can do yes. the most beautiful skin, beautiful makeup, but if there is not, the lighting is not correct, the makeup doesn't come alive. And she totally understands. She's a beauty photographer and she totally understands the lighting and, and my vision. So it was, it was very, very easy to work with her. And of course, because I knew her before, you know, a few years you know, before we started to shoot the book. So it was very easy to, to work with her during this four months of craziness working six days a week. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I, I just like for anyone, little inside baseball here. So uh, beauty photography is incredibly technical. Um, it's incredibly precise. Um, and uh, it's not a snapshot. It's, um, it requires a really high skill level. Um, so I'm just saying like kudos, she's great. Oh, she's great. And I work with so many photographers and they're all fantastic. But something about Samantha's lighting and the, the way she sees women, it was like so spectacular and it's, it's spectacular. And, uh, and all the models, um, they, they fell in love with Samantha. She's so wonderful. So, yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about the models. So these women, like you said, there's a couple of names I recognize there. Um, fairly, you know, well-known models from the 80s, 90s. Mm -hmm. uh, but but not too many. They're mostly like regular people that you make look amazing. Correct. Yes. How did you find them? Okay. So the casting was one of the most important thing in this book. So um, I have like um, 
some uh, women already on my mind when I started to cast. So, for example, um, the creative director, Ursula Brookbank, and she was, uh, I was like, I, I really want to, to, to you know, to, to have her in my book. And then uh, some other women as well. Uh, um, well, I was asking around uh, my friends and my hairstylist. I, I know lots of, you know, you know, people in the in my industry in New York City, of course, because I worked so many years there. So I, I just, you know, you know, ask my friends, my hairstylist, my fashion stylist friends, my photographer friends, and they they all had like lots of, you know, friends over 50, 40, 50, 60 plus. And uh, then uh, we had lots of women who wanted to do the book, but then in the end, you know, we have to, you know, <clears throat> choose the, you know, the 16 plus I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, 16 women who, who you know, had the makeovers. But then I also, um, I was casting through modeling agencies, you know, the, the others, you know, um, uh, chapters of my book that, you know, the lips and eyeshadows and blush and stuff like that. But, you know, yeah, I, I work with some, um, some very um, iconic models like the Swedish supermodel from the 60s, Gunilla Lindblad, or uh, the 90s supermodel of Tatiana Patitz. I, I wanted to have those there as well and show them in a different kind of lighting. And then, but most of the women are just like, uh, you know, I don't want to say, you know, but they, they how can I say, it? the real women, you know, from New York City. Yeah. Yeah, and I, th- I think that's so interesting that um, taking, you know, people like Tatiana, and she's in the same lineup with these other women that you've chosen. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. It equalizes the whole thing. Absolutely. I had a dinner with her uh, two years two and two years ago, and um, and uh, she asked me. She, actually, she asked me like, "Can I be in your book?" So I was very honored to have a <laughs> Tatiana Patitz asking if she could be in my book, and I was like almost in tears in my eyes, like. Of course, I mean, come on. Yeah, but you know, they are all women and they're all humans. And you know, I don't want to right. categorize them like this is a supermodel and this is a woman, right. who, you know, in, in Brooklyn and she's a, what, she works in a supermarket, whatever. It's, who cares? It's like they're all beautiful, amazing women and strong women. And, and uh, I just want to show, show all the women in the same, you know, from the same line. I love that. I think that's, I, I just love that. Um, yes, yes. So what, I mean, to you, the, the 16 women that you picked who were not um, professionals at this, yeah. um, what, makes, what makes an interesting face for you? Is it, the, is, it, is it the face? Is it the skin? Is it their story? What is it? What is it? Well, well I, had to, I had to choose, you know, uh, you know of course, different uh, ages, different sizes, different races, uh, you know, so, uh, the, you know, uh, that was the first thing I chose. Um, it was really, um, some of the women, I didn't really know so much about them. I just, when I saw them, I'm like, oh, oh that, that's perfect. I mean, uh, there's, for example, uh, Zibora Soleiman, who is the, uh, from New York, who is uh, this fant- very, very unique um, a woman uh, who's a, a vintage clothing collector. And um, I wanted to have her, for example, in, for example, in my book. She's an amazing Jewish woman, like who loves to dress up in 1920s and 30s, like uh, vintage clothing. She thinks she's she's a Gloria Swanson, and I think she's Gloria Swanson. And uh, so, so, uh, so I have these personalities, and then I have like, um, like um, uh, you know, Upper East Side ladies, and like they 
they all like different kind of women and uh, I think that's a good mix to show um different styles of makeup and styles of the women and uh, and um and yeah so uh, I mean the casting was amazing and 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 then um um I really wanted to also um show as many um you know different skin colors of course we live in america and, and the book is also you know for it's an international makeup book so you know as many um you know um ethnic ethnicities how to say ethnicity oh my english sorry it's Ethnic. pretty good ethnicity yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. tell me about you what are you you're from finland what are you doing here man <laughs> Why, how did you get in here they let you in <laughs> oh boy well <laughs> Yes, I was born in Finland, in Helsinki, in a dark night in 1969, <laughs> in, in December. So I'm, 50, I'm turning 51 now. So yeah, I came here a long time ago. Uh, I, I moved here 2003 to, uh, to Los Angeles as a makeup artist. And then I've been working since then, you know, in New York and, and, and based New York and Los Angeles and work everywhere in the world. Um, but I, I always wanted to come to 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 uh, to USA to work because it's the biggest market here, you know, for makeup artists to work in the world. So yeah, and then uh, this is my third book. My first book came out two thousand six. It was a Finnish book for Scandinavian ladies, and my second book was uh, Simon and Schuster, uh, two thousand ten, and now this is my third book. And. Um, I have more books to plan in my <laughs> mind, in my head. <laughs> you, you were telling me this story about when you were younger, working in the department stores. Oh, yes. Well, um, when I um, went to beauty school, I was 18 years old. I, uh, it was six months, but I, I quit after, after, uh, the, after the third month. I was like, I, I, I don't want to be here anymore because that time in the 1988, the makeup styles were very like heavy handed and I didn't like that kind of Joan Collins dynasty makeup styles at all. So I was um, kind of rebellious and I quit the, the school and then I called uh, a French, uh, French uh, skincare and makeup line called Stendhal Paris. And I got hired next day to do uh, the makeups for women at the biggest department store in Helsinki called Stockman. And I was uh, doing makeups there around like maybe a year and a half, two years. And that was my real makeup school. So I learned how to do makeups from 15 years old teenage girls to the 80 years, 80 years old, uh, you know, uh, grand ladies. And so what did you learn there as far as working with, you know, different. I learned. I made a lot of mistakes, of course. You know, I learned. I learned from from like huge mistakes, like doing too much powder, too, putting too much eyeshadows, and that was my real makeup school. So, especially there was a lot of women over fifty, sixty. So that was like I. I always love to do makeups for, for um in you know fifty plus women. I don't know. I. I it just makes them look. Um, makes the, makes them feel so much more happy, and when they look in the mirror, what if, like if your your skin's over 50, 60, 70, mm -hmm. What are the are there like general do's and don'ts? Well, first of all, let's start with skincare. So uh, when you when you hit fifty, uh, or, or it could be earlier in your uh, mid forties, uh, the skin becomes much more dry. Uh, unless you had very more more oily skin, but it becomes more combination. And combination means that you have oily skin on your forehead, uh, nose, uh, chin, and cheeks. 
And um, but most mostly, I would say 70, 80 percent is going to be more dry to skin. So you need to really concentrate on proper skin care. And it means um, you have to cleanse your skin uh, with cleansing milk. Don't use any foam or, or any other um, more harsh um, uh, you know, uh, cleanser and um, then use a toner and um, face serum, eye area cream and day cream and SPF 50 UVA, UVB protections all year round. So you have this um, skincare routine and you you know you you make sure that you you have the best products of course, of course and they don't and it doesn't always mean that they, they, the products has to be the most expensive you 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 find amazing products you know in a, you know um in, at pharmacies and stuff like that so anyway so and then a makeup just you know it really it's hard to explain the makeup but because it depends of your personality, your your bone structure, your your how you dress up, your your hair, your haircut. But I would say like keep the skin looking uh, very real. Don't don't cover your skin with a thick foundation and powder. I would say powder is no no. If you use powder, use it only on your eyelids and uh, under eyes. And um, if you get really shiny on your forehead and um, and uh, on your cheeks use it there but very light handed with powder and uh, don't overdo your eyebrows if you if you if you put too much makeup on your eyebrows and you make them too dark actually it makes you look older and it gives shadows uh, on your face and um, what else is don't don't overdraw your lips too big that is not a good good um, look for anyone and um, too much plush is not good. And forget all the contouring. Uh, contouring uh, is okay for evening makeups a little bit, but uh, it's uh, contouring started. Uh, I mean, it's a very it's a very theatr- theatrical way of you know uh, make your face look thinner or your nose look smaller. But why would you do that everyday life? It doesn't look good anyway. So it looks only good in on red carpets or TV or film. First ladies, I think. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> You're Maybe. right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll go there. <laughs> I mean, the list, list would go on, on and on, but those are the most important things, yes. So um, can we, so I just, made, I made a list of what you told me here. So mm-hmm. are, are we allowed to talk about like brands and products? Can I do that? Can I ask you that? Of course. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> um, so you said uh, cleansing milk toner, face serum, and SPF. What's your favorite cleansing? Uh, milk? And, 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 and face cream and SPF. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't forget that. It's, it's, well, I, I do every night. I'm sorry. I forgot. Of course uh, you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've actually just... I mean, I have this, um, at 61, I've like decided to like do some kind of like skincare regime, right? You look amazing. Oh yeah. So do you. <laughs> your, skin is, your skin looks really good. Uh, well, I, you know, I just, I'm a, I'm a sunblock maniac. So. Oh, good. There you go. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I believe in two products, um, very much. I believe in really good sunblock and really good, um, fake tanner. Um, and, oh really? Yeah, yeah. I love fake tanner. I know. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised. Well, go for it. Good. <laughs> it works for me. Um, oh, if you get fake tanner, so the deal is, um, it all comes from beets, 
Um, but the deal is you want to get the, if you use the organic, if you use the non-organic ones, sometimes you like acetone to like take the pigment out of the beet. So that's like no good. You yeah. want the like organic one. Anyway. Uh, so, but tell me, you're the expert cleansing milk. What do I want? Okay, cleansing milk is, is, is good for 40, 40 plus women because as I mentioned before, that the skin becomes drier and cleansing milk is, <clears throat> it's much more, um, it's, uh, it's, it's designed for, for drier skin types and also the skin becomes more sensitive. So cleansing milk is, uh, is the, it's the right product to go with and it doesn't dry out your skin and, um, and uh, you just use that twice a day in the morning, in the evening. And there's uh, many, many brands who had cleansing milks. Uh, for example, there is, um, I mean, I think all, all, the, all the main brands have cleansing milks. I mean, uh, for example, Sisley, Sisley, S-I-S-L-E-Y, Sisley has a cleansing milk. And Raya Cosmetic, R-A-Y-A, is uh, actually a really good spa in Los Angeles. And they have their own line. I love their cleansing milk. Um, Ola Henriksen has cleansing milk. I mean, lots of brands have cleansing milks. Toner. Give me a name. Okay. <laughs> um, my favorite toner is uh, Yon Dr. Yonka. Y-O-N-K-A. Dr. Yonka. And it's a French um, skincare line. And, or, or any other, I mean, that's my favorite, but any other brand they have cleanse i mean the toners and um i like the spray toners and the most of the brands don't have spray toners so you can buy a toner of course it's alcohol free no alcohol it's uh you know alcohol is old school of of thinking of toners because you know like in 80s you know when you have a combination of oily skin you spray alcohol in your skin and you think that you know it, it the blemishes disappear actually is the worst thing to do anyway so um, no toners don't contain alcohol anymore but anyway so uh, any uh, any brand they have they have good toners Sisley again Estee Lauder um, Clarence has very good ones um, you know every brand has good toners so Buy um, an empty uh, spray bottle and, and you just uh, put the toner in the, in the spray bottle and keep the, uh, the toner in your fridge. So it's always cool in the morning and in the evening when you spray on your face. And when you spray on your face, don't tap it dry on your towel. Just let it dry on your skin for 30 seconds. So you get all the, the uh, ingredients in your skin. Okay, so I cleansed with my cleansing milk. Yes, I spray my face with my toner. Toner, yes. And what toner does, it balances the pH on your skin ah. and it shrinks the pores and it welcomes the rest of the skincare in your skin. So now I'm going to put uh, face serum on. Yes, you are. So anyway, face serum that contains vitamin C is very good. Vitamin C is, you know, it's, uh, you know... Uh, it's uh, the best one for, for mature skin. And um, so you put the face serum around your face, except the eye area, because then it comes to eye area cream. So uh, then we go with eye, oh, the face serum, good face serums. Um, there are hundreds of good face serums. It's hard to say which one is the best, really. What did you use last night? Uh, doc, uh, Dr. Babor, B-A-B-O-R, Babor. It's a German uh, brand that you can get in the United States. They have a great uh, face serum. And um, then comes the eye area cream. Uh, why we use eye area cream or gel is because 
the molecules uh, in the regular face serum is so much bigger. So if you put it around our eye area, it doesn't absorb in your skin. So in your skin around your eye area. So eye, um, uh, eye area creams are designed that, you know, the cream actually absorbed in your skin, smaller molecules. And um, th th my favorite fa uh, eye area cream is from Sisley, S-I-S-L-E-Y, Sisley. And uh, it, it's fantastic. It's, it's kind of a little bit pricey, but it lasts like at least a year. You, you, you don't need that much. And then uh, it comes with a little um, metallic roller, roller, and you roll it around your eyes. And that, that if you have any puffiness, it, it kind of, you know, actually, it, not kind of, it helps the, 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 the puffiness to disappear. I, I see these um, these roller things, right? Yeah, they are they are most like a face massage rollers. Yeah, and they yeah yeah we come with face massage later, but they are they are very good because they uh, they bring the oxygen in your in your uh, blood cells and it stimulates the the muscle tone. And and some of them are round. I feel like such a guy asking these questions. Um, so but some of them. <laughs> so some of them are like these round sort of jade things, and some of them are like That's prickly, right, yeah. prickly. And some of them are prickly, though. Yeah, but you know, I yeah, they are all about face massages, and they they all about like you know stimulate the muscle tone. But the best thing is actually to do it with your with your hands and fingers to face massage. It doesn't cost anything, and it's the most effective. Oh wow! Mm -hmm. All right, my face massage is very important part of your 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 uh, skincare routine. So when when you apply. Uh, for example, uh, the milk cleanser, you can massage it on your skin already. And when you, when you would um, apply the face serum and um, the face cream, you can massage them also in your face for 30 seconds or one, one, one minute. So it's already like, uh, you know, as, you know stimulate, stimulates the muscle tone and brings the oxygen in your skin. And I, I, so the massage is, goes, you, you, you goes, round? No, no, not, no, at How all. Show me how you do it. Well, you can't see it. <laughs> it <laughs> we can explain it. it. Okay, it's all about. Uh, usually, people massage this way, right? It that that's the wrong way because that's that's downwards. You do everything upwards. Okay, lifting, so, lifting, so, lifting, and and the massage starts with neck. Ah, so yeah. okay, so what you're doing is you're using all the fingertips in your hand. Yes, and, and if you really want to do face massage, uh, then you use um um the face oil, organic face oil, or if you don't have, you can go to your kitchen cabinet and take olive oil or any oil that is organic. And you put a, you know, um, at like a tablespoon, the, the what, what, what is the others? Uh, teaspoon. Teaspoon, exactly. Teaspoon at uh, that size of the, the oil in your, in your hands and just, you know, put it all over your face and neck and start with your neck. Roll, it's called rolling, and then you start, you know, your jawline, and then you go with your your cheeks and your eye area. You go uh, inside to outside, outside to inside for like around like uh, 10 times, and then you got zigzag motions in your forehead. I mean, uh, there's many, many ways to do the face massage. You can go YouTube and, and just, you know, you know, just uh, put face massage and there comes so many. But I have my own face massage methods. And, you know, I have sometimes on my Instagram, I have Sunday mornings, my Riku Campo 10 minutes face massage. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, awesome. Yeah, just yeah, look at that. I'm not going to explain why don't, why don't way you, better. Why don't you join uh, in, in two weeks? Yes. All right. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah.
so anyway, so that, that's very good. And it, if you do it for five weeks, uh, twice a day, you will see the results. So, um, hey, Rico, can I call you right back? I'm so sorry. I've got something here I got to take care of. I'll, I'll call you back. Is that all right? I'm here. Uh, hey, buddy. Hi, hi, hi. Can you hear me? Yes, I'm so sorry. I didn't have my headphones on. Oh, don't worry. So, I think somebody is taking a shower in the upstairs. Can you hear the shower, feel, shower uh, noise? No. Okay, great. Well, so well I actually, I do, but uh, whatever. Shall I put this? <laughs> I don't know how, how I'm supposed to be here. Um, okay, here, let me, I'm just, eh, too many things here. Here we go. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do, like, be like in, inside the pillows. <laughs> Is this okay? Yes, it sounds fine. It looks hysterical. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's okay. All right. So, uh, okay. So let's get all this done here. All right. So um, I just want to, I want to just fill in a couple things here because it was so interesting the things you were saying after I turned the recording off, which is always, it's and it, Yeah, I know. And I never said that publicly, but, but why not? I mean, you know, well, let's talk so, about it. Yeah. So um, what I want to talk about is, um, Sirico, tell me the difference between the way you have experienced living in Europe and how people in Europe age, how they view their age differently than how Americans view that. Well, overall, you know, um, I think uh, in America, United States, I think um, uh, aging in is it, still kind of a little bit taboo in this country. Like, you know, people, women, not everywhere, but you know, in some somewhere, I I I've, I I traveled quite a lot you know, around United States and been in many many different states, and I and and you know, I I think. Um, and reading beauty magazines and interviews and uh, of of uh, of um, celebrities. I mean, those are the ones that you know people always look up and you know compare themselves to. Um, and 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 I I think in America it still is kind of like you you cannot um, uh, look your age completely. I I think uh, coming from Europe, um, for example. Uh, generally, um, European women don't like fillers and Botox and facelifts, and I think it's uh, it's when when European women, Europeans think about American women, they always think about them like like kind of like a Texas ladies, like a big hair and lots of makeup and very tight face, and uh, <laughs> you know it's it's kind of and, and it's uh, it's kind of sound funny, but but uh, it's uh, it's kind of like a prototype, and then um, so in Europe. European women, they like to show their age and they, they're not ashamed of it. And um, they have uh, like, um, I were, I'm, I'm from Finland and from Scandinavia and um, um, women don't even think about their, um, their, you know, how, that they would not show their age. I mean, it's, it's natural. You are like 55 and you have lines around your eyes and your forehead and, that's how, how, how you look when you're 55. And I think uh, 
probably because I live in Los Angeles and it's very different kind of world than the rest of the United States. I mean, of course, I work with a lot of actors and, and celebrities sometimes and, and, uh, and, and just regular people too. I think it's, it's more like um, you kind of like need to do that to be accepted, you know, to have more wrinkle this sounds very corny but like to, to have a wrinkle wrinkle free face and 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 you do anything to 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 um to fight against your age and um it's okay totally okay but it is completely different kind of um and that, that's a difference between the european and american women like like um maybe uh, it was more a couple decades uh, like maybe 20 30 years ago but but it still is you know when i go to europe i i feel i feel that uh, especially french women and german women uh, women and uh, they are very like they they um they look their age and that's that is fantastic too absolutely yeah, it's. Uh, Does it make any sense with? Yeah, with, absolutely. With my funny corny English. <laughs> no, no, no. You're doing great, man. The yeah. um, it, you know, it's this idea of what is the correct amount of maintenance, which I think is um, and on the one hand, it's it's very cultural, as you said. So you know, Los Angeles is a very, not all of Los Angeles, but there, you know, parts of Los Angeles where it's just a, it, it's a cultural necessity. Um, to do yeah I, I think it's also because i'm sorry interrupt you but i think it's also because you know you know it's it's very like what you see is what you get kind of culture like you know you yeah. know like yeah, yeah yeah exactly yes and uh i mean i i don't judge at that at all i mean that is just one way to you know to be yourself and you know and i'm, I'm you know and uh, it's and you you want to have the beautiful beautiful tight skin when you're like 70 absolutely it's gorgeous but it's it's i think in europe the women think it limits it's not important for them right it's just different um, exactly yes yeah. yes and i don't say this to, to, to judge anyone i'm just saying right. this, this, this is actually it's a fact yeah it's just different and you know figuring out that right balance of what works for me, um, how do I want to see myself reflected, you know, from other people, and 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 how do I feel about myself with certain things? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a confusing thing for people. Yeah, especially for women. I, I think lots of women they feel that they, you know, they are under uh, how, how do you say magnif magnifier glass? Yeah, you know, exactly. yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're in certain age and people are judging them like, oh my goodness, can you can you believe how she looks now? She's 60, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I think that's, you know, also, um, th th there might be some, a lot of pressure to become older too. And, um, you know, what I have talked with some of my friends and, and uh, and some women just don't care at all. They're like, you know, whatever, I have this lines. That's, right. that's, that's, that's how, you know, that that's how it is now and uh you know and so there's many ways to see this but um but that's a that's that that's a difference and then of course the beautiful asian asian uh, culture asian ladies they never they, they never got any lies <laughs> they they're amazing you know yeah. and the thick skin beautiful <laughs> i never by yeah 
Yeah. My, my friends in Hong Kong, I have no idea their age. It's like it's I, impossible. Impossible. No. <laughs> I have no idea. It, it must be also their 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 nutrition. They eat a lot of seafood. I heard it's like you know it it keeps the skin, you know, very tight and and you know the the vitamin maximum vitamin D all the time. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's a, such a. I know. I remember. We did a. Th- I put a thing on one of our channels. I can't f- say. We, I forget which one. I, uh-huh. And it was uh, Madonna, right? So Madonna and I are the same age. Um, we're like a mm-hmm. month or two apart. I've never met Madonna. I know nothing. I know Not the other. No. <laughs> but, I like. I, I like some of her music. Yes. And well, she wrote a very um, sort of provocative thing a couple of years ago in Rolling Stone about ageism and how she feels that she's the subject of ageism. And I, I put it up and. Nobody wanted was interested in that. It was all about how she looked. So it was either um, she looks great and, you know, she's had a lot of work done on her face. Mm-hmm. Um, or she looks like a monster because she's had a lot of work done on her face. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I was really struck at the, the power that that, just like, nothing, like, I mean, nothing we talk about is that controversial except that. Like that really gets people going. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I I, I remember it. I think it was it was uh, Rolling Stones magazine, the Women of, Woman of the Year award she got maybe two years back, or maybe it was one year back. And she had a speech. It was a, actually the best speech she ever said. And I remember she was saying that it's it's horrible when you get certain age and people are just judging you how you look. Uh, and uh, yes. something like that yeah. said, yes. Yeah. And then, uh, but then again, I have to say, I love Madonna. I think she's a very brave, amazing pioneer for anything, you know, of everything she has done. But still, like, but then she is the victim of, kind of victim of that, that she has the tightest face. And, <laughs> and I think, and I'm giving my, my example, I would love to see Madonna with her gray hair and her natural little wrinkled face. <laughs> singing like a virgin in in las vegas show and be a amazing example for women of 61 plus and like be yourself and you know i am you know i don't know i yeah. I, I i would love to see her like that I, that's much more interesting than than see uh you know they, they all look the same with that tight face and, and and big filler lips i don't know it's it's just and and it's, I understand they are entertainers and they have to, you know, look the best they can, but, but it's kind of like a cliche to, to just, they all look, they all have a maybe same doctor who makes their faces like that. I don't know. Just my opinion. I'm so happy. I'm not one of those people. That's all I can say. <laughs> it's yeah. really, it's so hard, right? I, like, I, 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 I think it's the pressure. Yeah, it's so hard. You're- Everybody is looking at you and judging you and talk about you. But of course, you know, yeah. it's easier for, for me and us to say like, I'm just don't, don't care about it and, and don't, don't think about it. But of course they do. You, you, but yeah, if you're Madonna, your whole career is about how you look. You are a, you are a, a visual thing. That's like, that's your gig. So my advice to Madonna, not that, Madonna would take my advice, but my advice yeah. would be to um, stop trying to appeal to 18-year-olds. Um, you know, Ariana Grande's got that locked up. <laughs> That's not I, you. Yeah. 
Um, I would love to, you know, see you sing torch songs in like a nightclub. I think you would be just awesome. Um, yeah. I would love to see Madonna in Las Vegas show like 1930s, 40s, 50s. Yeah. Out, oh, she'd be so and, great. And singing amazing cabaret yeah. like, shows. Like now it's time for her to do that. Yeah. And, and, be, and be a real spokesperson for, for, for women. Like, right. You know, I don't know. I, I think that she but, could. You know, yeah, but uh, let me go back in that uh, that uh, like the, the the victim of the victim of the beauty or whatever. But no, that that's not the right way to say it. But you know, like like let's think about like nineteen forties, fifties, sixties Hollywood. Like think about Marilyn Monroe. She was also like it was all about her looks and yeah. all the movie stars in that that time. And you know that time there was no fillers or Botox. It was it was all about what 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 you saw and uh, like Greta Cabo. You know after she was forty two years old 45 years old or 42 she disappeared completely because she couldn't she couldn't take it that you know she looked so too old and uh, I, I think it's really and now all the Mad, Mad, madonna fan club they're gonna <laughs> email oh, me hey, well, hey, letters. Well, it's like i but you know what? I, I don't mind at all. You know what? But that's my opinion. And I, I think she is a, she's an amazing, amazing artist. But it's just like, and everybody is always, even like like her hairstylist who've been working with her like since like 1980s, like I look at Madonna Santos on Instagram and even her hairstylist, her old friends are like, oh no. But when she has like these pictures, she's like, you know, posing there with her big lips. I mean, I mean... I don't know. She just tries to look younger, and and it's okay. But it's okay. A, she, I think she went a little bit too far. I I don't think I I think it's her it's it's her own insecurities. I think it's very hard to go from being the most f- famous pop star in the world yeah. to anything other than being the most famous pop star in the world. That's yeah. But the, yeah, the thing about like uh, Patty Smith, she's amazing example to be Obama seventy plus. Yeah, but Patty was never Madonna. I know she was not, but still, she was a big kind of big star. She was a or, or Diane <laughs> Keaton. She 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 has yeah, amazing same. You know, yeah, she's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so anyway, goes and going on and on. So for people listening, um, Riku is spelled R I K U, and his last name is C A M P O. So if, if Instagram at Riku Campu. Instagram is Riku Campo Beauty. Riku Campo Beauty. Is there another person out there who owns Rico, R- Riku Campo? I can't believe that. No, you're I the know. Is it? I don't I know. know. You can't I have no idea, but I, that's my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, and um, Riku's book is called I Am Beauty. And uh, I... I just want to say, like, at Super Age and Ages, we are massive fans of what this book is talking about, which is really empowering women uh, to be the best version of themselves and put themselves out there and not be shy about it, which I think is just, it's just so filled with life. I just love that, Riku. Oh, thank you so much. I'm, I'm so, so happy to hear all those words. Thank you. Uh, you did a great job. And... Um, our, our friend who we had on uh, the podcast last week, um, Carrie, is, um, Carrie has a little bit on the, Carrie Otis. Oh, Carrie Otis, yeah. Oh, my God, I love her. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, we had her on the podcast last week, and she's uh, such an extraordinary human being. She uh, really is, yeah. She's, she's, 
she's not only beautiful, but she's so beautiful inside, and and she is so so um, strong woman. Yes, and very spiritual, and just just like I don't I don't I don't even know how to explain her. She's just so beautiful in overall. Yeah, she walks the talk. You know, there's a lot yeah. of people out there that talk. She walks the talk, and yeah, um, and it's, I it's like that wonderful. about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Riku, thank you so much for joining us today and in, informing my, my small male brain about <laughs> these beauty tips. But I, I'm going to confess, I have been, as you've been talking, I've been writing down these brands. And when we get off, there's going to be a little shopping expedition because um, okay. I, I just find this like so fascinating. <laughs> oh, yeah. You have to go Sephora. Hurry up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. That was amazing to talk with you. And, and you know, and um, I'm, I'm always so thrilled that, you know, people are interested in the book and this, uh, and especially, of course, you, you are like all about the ages. So it's, it's wonderful that you took me under your wings. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's my pleasure. You inspire me. Thank you, Riku. Thank you. So thanks everybody for listening to the show today. Just as a, as a quick note, R- Rico's Finnish, as he said, and he did that interview in English, which is his fifth language. So for all of you out there who are like me and find other languages a little difficult, um, yeah, he did that his fifth language. Hey, thanks for all the comments from last week. Uh, shout out to Angie, to Heather, to Moss and Adrian. Thanks for the emails. Um, really appreciate it. If anybody wants to contact me directly, hey, please do, right? Whatever you, you, you don't like we're doing or you like what we're doing, whatever, I'm up for it. Uh, David, superage.com or leave a comment on the podcast on iTunes, hit the like button, let other people know about us. Have a wonderful week and remember, try and do something new this week, a little bit of novelty, help you sleep better. <laughs> That's my experience. All right, take care. Speak to you next week. Bye now. Bye now.